Good morning, sports fans. Glad to have you with us for the Wednesday edition of the Mickey Plyler Show. Wednesday, February 14, 2024. Happy Valentine's Day. Busy show today. Dane Young, UGA.Rivals.com will join us. We'll talk about the 12 Bulldogs going to the NFL Combine. Uh, and at 825 this morning, Andrew Oliphant joins us. Tiger Woods back on the PGA Tour this week. We'll also get his thoughts about the Rowdy. Uh, waste management uh, things going on. Busy show when it comes to college football news, college basketball news and scores, the uh, softball changes at Clemson. Uh, it's got some win total stuff to do in college football, some Major League Baseball news for the first time in quite some time. And I'm hopeful that today's the best day of the week with our producer, Mr. Baxton Childress. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. Doing well, doing well. Uh, very much the best day of the week and excited to be here. Awesome. Can't wait. Uh, you've been busy as of late. I, I think I'm right with saying every time I I, uh, I I turn on a game or see a game out there. You're always doing games, and so good stuff. Everything good? Yeah, I've got uh, six broadcasts in the next five days after doing five and four days over the course of last Thursday through Sunday. So staying busy and on the grind. The phone keeps ringing. Very blessed. That's good, man. Keep that up. Keep building that resume up, and uh, uh, it's, it's going to be awesome. I, d- I did the um, Newberry Touchdown Club on Monday night, and there was a reporter there. He is a young guy. He's from Atlanta, and he'd never been to Newberry. He, he got there in, like, August, right before football season, and he, he was uh, – the mayor's a friend of mine, the president of Touchdowns Club's a friend of mine. He's like, man, this, this kid's got it. Like, he's got it going on. Um, and, and so, like, he, he's, but he's a guy. He took the pictures, wrote the columns, did all the award stuff, whatever, and you could just tell, man, he's one of these go-getters. And I talked to him afterwards about uh, congratulations. Also, the, the Newberry uh, SID, another young guy. And you can just tell, man, you know, there's, there's talent out there. And you guys are working your way extremely hard to build those resumes throughout. Uh, segment two today, what are we going to get into? Segment two, I think we got a preview, uh, Brad Brownell versus Jim Laranega part two tonight. Clemson yeah. obviously took a 95-82 loss in Coral Gables uh, in early January. In the midst of what was kind of a skid, probably one of the lowest points of the season for the Tigers. Both teams, the outlook of their seasons are both completely different than what they were on January 3rd. So I'm expecting a good one tonight on Valentine's Day, and I'm expecting a bounce-back effort from the Tigers. Uh, no doubt about that. Miami's completely different now than they were in January when that game uh, first first came about. And the Tigers are, are favored tonight, I think around 7. You know, I'll give you that line. We'll talk about that coming up in a second. Hey, I want to get your thoughts on some things. So Syracuse last night beats North Carolina, yep. 86-79. The Tar Heels have lost three of their last five. And uh, it looks like to me, and, and they were obviously their favorites in all of them, but North Carolina now losing to Georgia Tech, losing to Clemson, and losing to Syracuse. So mind you, Tech's 3-10 and 10 in the league. Syracuse is 7-7. Seven seven. Clemson's 6-6. Six six. Look, it's not like they lost to Duke. Atlanta's lost to Virginia, some of the top teams in the league at this point in time but losing three of their last five. And we've talked an awful lot about defense. And uh, Duke put up 84 against them. Clemson put up 80 against them. Syracuse put up 86 against them last night. What's your level of concern? What, what, what should the level of concern be for the Tar Heels if losing three out of five? I'm not sure that the level of concern should be overly high. I just think it, it's pretty evident now that North Carolina should be on the two line. I, I think they've played themselves out of contention for a one seed. And, you know, at this point in the season, that's really all we're monitoring, right? We have a really good idea of what our field of 64 is going to look like. And North Carolina has been at the, you know, upper echelon of the country the entire season. They're a team that's contended for a one. They were as high as number two in the country at one point. But, Number seven in the latest AP poll, 
brackets already had them on the two line coming into this game to take a loss to a Syracuse team that frankly just got pounded by Clemson that game was never really even close or competitive um, it's not a good look for them so I'm expecting them to be either on the low end of the two line or the high end of the three line come you know this weekend and I think that's actually a pretty big step back for North Carolina because you know, a lot of this when you get into the NCAA tournament is matchup based, and that's why they made the national championship two years ago. They got a really good draw for, I think they got in as an eight seed that year. If they get in as a three seed, they're going to be some tough 14s. I mean, if McNeese State, you know, suffers a couple losses and ends up falling onto that 14 line, I wouldn't want to play them. A couple of these mid majors are legit this year. We'll wait. We'll wait. Um, all right. You said we're monitoring the, the, the uh, NCAA tournament. We are. I'm monitoring something else, though, closer to home. Clemson's shot at finishing the top four of this league. And there were a couple things that happened last night that really helped uh, that that come about. The Syracuse win uh, over North Carolina actually didn't help the Tigers a whole lot, even though Clemson beat them and beat North Carolina. Uh, so, you know, net rating-wise, you know, that, that that's yeah, one thing. That, but That moves Syracuse to 7-7 seven and seven in the league, so they yeah. actually now have two more games played than Clemson and ACC play. Yes, but with that said... Tigers at 6-6. Six and six. And I'm going to lay this scenario out for you right now. Last night, Virginia had an eight-game winning streak snapped at home to Pittsburgh. That's crazy. And Pittsburgh now 7-6. and six. And I told you, I thought Virginia's one of these teams that, that we're going to have uh, somebody's going to play extremely well in the second half of the season. Virginia had done that up until last night. And last night, Florida State lost down at Virginia Tech. So Florida State falls to seven and six in the league, and Clemson now, with that schedule that lightens up as we told you it would post Valentine's Day, moving forward now with these last seven games, Faxon, uh, I don't have my eyes on 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 uh, my aim set on North Carolina right now. They're eleven and three, and the Tigers are, are four games back there. I don't have my eyes set on Duke. Duke's ten and three, and the Tigers are, are three and a half games back there. Quite frankly, I don't have my eyes set on Virginia. Uh, the, ti- the Virginia's 10-4 and four now, and the Tigers are three games back there. But for that deciding fourth spot and Wake, that double bye. Wake Forest is under surveillance. They are. Uh, they're 8-5. and five. The Tigers are just a game and a half back there. Between Clemson and Wake Forest, uh, you have 7-6 Pittsburgh, 7-6 NC State, 7-6 Florida State, and 7-7 seven and seven Syracuse. Clemson just just uh, a half a game behind the, the seven and six teams right now, but with that schedule lightening up, it, the, the Tigers have a chance. And if you just look at it, I'm gonna give you the the BPI stuff, the the basketball performance because I don't have all the lines for the games. But Faxon, Clemson, a 78 percent chance of winning tonight against Miami. On Saturday against NC State at home, the Tigers an 81 percent chance of beating NC State. On uh, 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 next Wednesday at Georgia Tech, the Tigers an 80% – home against Georgia Tech. No, at Georgia Tech. at Georgia Georgia Tech. Yeah, 80% chance of beating Georgia Tech in Atlanta. Against Florida State at home, 83% chance of beating the Seminoles. Follow that up with Pittsburgh. That's a home game on the 27th of the month. The Tigers, a 73% chance of beating Pittsburgh. Uh, You follow that up with a Notre Dame road game, Clemson, 82% chance of winning that game. Then you, a last home game of the year, Syracuse, Clemson, 89% chance of beating the Orange here at home. The, the regular season finale at Wake Forest, Clemson is a 32% chance of winning there. But six and one of these last seven, the Tigers heavily favored in all of those. Uh, six more wins puts you at, at 12 in the league. 
Or thir- no, I got seven games left. Something. Like that. Yeah, it would be twelve in the league. Yeah, yeah. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, well, eight games left. I'm sorry. Or seven, seven and one. Yeah, seven that puts one. you at thirteen and seven. And I got to tell you, thirteen and seven is top three in the league. I'm top four in the league, and a double buy in the ACC tournament, which leads to the thought that we don't do enough talk around here. But Clemson is good enough. This is one of only about ten teams I've mentioned that's good enough to win the ACC tournament in Washington D.C. this year. If you get the double buy, I'm not sure Clemson is good enough to win four games in four days. I am much more convinced that they could win three games in three days. That said, I think there's a clear path for Clemson to get that double buy and finish in the top four of the league. Well, I agree with you, Mickey. And, you know, if we're going, I was running through Ken Palm, you know, how they do lines for every game with their algorithm. Clemson is also favored in seven of their last eight on Ken Palm as well. So the ESPN BPI and the Ken Palm metrics are aligning. We talked about this the entire season, and the the message that I continued to preach to this fan base was be patient and stick with this team because once they steal one and these shots start to fall, the back end of the schedule is so, so easy. Uh, Ken Palm does projected record. They have 22-9, and 12-8 and eight in the league as the projected record, so they think Clemson's going 6-2, and two, even though they will be favored in seven of the eight games. I can buy that. I can buy 6-2 and two as well, and I think you're comfortably in the NCAA tournament at 6-2. and two. However, if we want this double buy in the top four seed you're talking about, I think 7-1 and one probably has to be your outcome. And that Wake Forest game is going to be big, but I actually wanted to dedicate a little bit of time to talk about Wake Forest, Mickey, because this is the most tantalizing team on the bubble to me in college basketball right now. All the metrics love them. The predictive metrics love them. Ken Palm has them rated high. The net ranking has them rated high. They grade out as a great team offensively and an above-average team defensively. But something about Steve Forbes at Wake, man, they're incapable of winning the big game. They had another chance to... I mean, if you go on the road to Cameron, you're in the field of 64. And they had multiple chances to take that game from Duke, who didn't have their best game. Duke was was able to close them out on their home floor, but that's been the story of the last three seasons for Steve Forbes. You talk about a year where they had the ACC Player of the Year two years ago in Alondis Williams. Completely collapsed down the stretch, even though they won 20 games. Flamed out of the ACC tournament in their first game to Boston College. I'm just hoping that this isn't the same old Wake for the ACC's sake and for Wake Forest's sake because I really enjoy watching this team play. But if they go up to Virginia on Saturday in a place where Pitt just went in and beat Tony Bennett in Virginia, which does not happen very often, and they lose that game, I'm going to be back to being concerned about Wake Forest because some of these quad one opportunities, they're running out on the Demon Deacons. They only have two more quad one opportunities on the board after Virginia. They don't have a quad one win yet. Exactly. They don't have a quad one win. And... There was somebody that was breaking down bracketology on Twitter. I follow all of those guys. I love all the nerd numbers and trying to monitor what lines everybody is on headed up to the tournament. A lot of people were talking about Wake Forest would be like the ninth team ever, Mickey, to receive an at-large bid to the NCAA tournament without winning a quad one game. And they don't have many opportunities left. No, they don't because after Virginia, it's Pitt. They have Duke at home, which is quad one, at Notre Dame. But I'm not sure they can beat Duke at home. Neither am I. And and they haven't proven that they should have any trust going into these big games, including against Clemson at home on the ninth. Which and then we, and we retrofit this thing, we go backwards. I'll ask you this: I'm looking at the schedule now. You can pull it up if you like. What's their best win of the year? Their best win of the year, in my opinion, is probably the overtime win at home against Miami. But looking what Miami has done, and if we want to take it all the way back to the non-con, Mickey, Florida is playing some great basketball right now. They've got maybe the best guard rotation in the country. Uh, Todd Golden's done a fantastic job. 
So I would say their best one of the year is Florida. Their second best one of the year is probably Virginia on their home court. Third best one of the year is Miami. But Virginia on their home court is no longer a quad one win, if I'm not mistaken. And Wake Forest, they just have flaws and holes in their yeah. resume. It's, it's the reality of what it's been the last three years for Wake. And they have a loss to LSU and Georgia and Utah throughout all that as well. Against quad one and quad twos, all right, Wake Forest is five and eight. Against three and four, they're eleven and zero. That's exactly what they do every year. Is they they're serviceable against quad two. They win a couple games that you don't think they probably should win, but against the upper echelon competition, they're just not able to consistently notch quad one wins. They're zero and four against quad one, Mickey, right now. Zero and four against quad one. Five and four against quad two. Undefeated against everyone else. But I'm sorry, like let's look at the rest of these teams that are competing for at larges. Wake Forest. They stick out like a sore thumb. All of these, I mean, Clemson's got four quad one wins. You look at uh, these other teams that are rated similarly in the net or at the at-large. Uh, even a team like Florida Atlantic, out of playing out of the AAC, has three quad one wins, and Wake Forest hasn't managed to get one. I, I just can't, I can't defend Wake Forest getting in if they can't win one singular quad one game. They have to win one. They're good enough to be in the tournament. We all know it. We see it with our eyes. John Shire said it himself. But you can't have this glaring flaw on your resume and expect to be rewarded for it. You can't. By comparison, Gamecocks three and two against quad one, five and a quad two. Gamecocks are eight and two against quad one and two. Clemson four five quad one, four and one in quad two. Clemson eight and six in quad one and two. Meanwhile, we told you Wake Forest is sitting there at at five and eight in in quad one and two, zero oh and four in quad ones. Uh, it's it's. It will hurt them uh, eventually. Let's talk more about college basketball, including Clemson and Miami tonight. Miami's a different basketball team now than they were at the first of the year. We'll talk about that coming back. Hey, my great friends, Patterson's Tax Service passed by this morning. i got to tell you, it is that time of year. We're in the middle of February right now. And I want to tell you, soon, middle of March, middle of April, you're running out of time. Make your appointment. Go ahead and take care of it today. Get your taxes done, done right. Send me your – anybody listening this morning that's already been or has got their, their chances to go, go. Let me know how, many, how long you've been going and uh, talk to me about the Patterson Tax Service. P-A-T-T-A-X.com, pattax.com. Get your taxes done. Get them done right. Walk-ins are welcome. I'd love for you to make an appointment. The Patterson Tax Service. Great folks there. We'll take a short break. Segment two in Facts and Children's right after, right after this. Craft Stove Store and Patio is here to help your home stay warm and cozy until spring with over 20 burning displays of vented and vent-free gas logs. Vent-free logs will heat for just pennies an hour and even keep you warm and cozy in the event of a power failure. Craft Stove Store and Patio even features the radiant heating vented gas logs that have a real fire look and radiant heat. Visit Craft Stove Store and Patio located on 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard, Taylors. Craft Stove Store and Patio. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, See for yourself why the team at Ralph Hayes Toyota and Anderson has been blocking out the competition for 75 years. PJ Hall here, letting you know if you want to stay on time during the regular and postseason, Ralph Hayes Toyota has your next ride. From their certified pre-owned to all their new 2024 Toyotas, South Carolina's oldest Toyota dealer welcomes you. Ralph Hayes Toyota, Clemson Boulevard, Anderson. We wrote the book on price. Ralph Hayes Toyota. 
Attention golf cart fans, Salty Fries has expanded to Greenville, bringing us the number one number golf cart, the Icon EV, voted by thousands to be the number one overall best golf cart brand and the best street legal golf cart in 2023. Come experience the difference. Best yet, Salty Fries golf carts of Greenville can customize the Clemson-themed golf cart of your dreams. Save up to $2,000 during the end of the model year closeout sale. Salty Fries on Highway 183 in Piedmont and at SaltyFries.com. When you're looking for the beautiful gift she deserves, do what I do. Shop at Turner's Jewelers. They have an amazing selection of silver, gold, precious gems, and diamonds. And Turner's can create a custom piece she'll absolutely treasure. Whatever the occasion, trust a tradition of family excellence for more than 60 years. Shop now at turnersjewelers.com or visit them today in the Applewood Shopping Center next to Belk and Seneca. Southern Hospitality meets diamond know-how at Turner's Jewelers. Medicare. If you're about to turn 65, you're being absolutely bombarded with messages. Your mailbox is beyond full, and Joe Namath tells you every single day to get the benefits you deserve. How do you make sense of it all? It's confusing, frustrating, and even overwhelming. But it doesn't have to be. The decisions that you make today could affect you for the rest of your life. So let's make sure that you make the right ones for you. One size doesn't fit all. Give me a call for a free no obligation appointment to help you make sense of it all. 864-467-8738. That's 864-467-8738. I'm Guy, the insurance guy. My company is the insurance source, and what we do is simple. We make health insurance easier. Is your crawl space damp or musty? Water in your crawl space can cause wood to rot and create an environment for mold and mildew that can make its way inside your home. Canty Foundation Specialist specializes in crawl space repair. Call us today for your free inspection so you can have the peace of mind knowing your crawl space is dry and your home is protected. Call today, 864-641-0176 or visit cantycanfixit.com. Just trust me. We've all heard or said these words ourselves at various points. It's going to be great. Just trust me. We say that all the time. And that's basically what I'm saying when you hear me talk about PhD weight loss. I'm just asking you, just trust me. And now the reality is a few of y'all are thinking things like this. Will it be safe? Or, you know, perhaps more commonly, will I fail? Nope, you won't fail because they won't let you. You're not your past. Whatever diet pills or injections you did in the past failed you. Wanting to drop weight is 80% of the battle, so you're almost there. And the other 20% is having an expert on your side, a way to keep you on track. Keeping you on track is what PhD does. It's the most important thing that they do. I want you to think about this. Think about what not doing PhD will do. Multiply five pounds times five years of doing nothing. You're another 25 plus pounds overweight if you don't stop right now and call PhD. For more info, go to the website at myphdweightloss.com. It's so sticky. At Hannah's Organic Honey, business may be sweet, ah, but oh. they need an e-commerce queen bee to lead the hive. Okay, these jars are going to Jakarta. Oh, wait a minute. Does that say Jackson? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. 
Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Tee off your morning with the Mickey Plyler Show, weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. We take on our drivers, we tee up, and <gasps> that ball goes sailing up into the sky, holds there for a moment, and then... <gasps> Only on 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. Our great friends at Elkmont, Elkmont Trading Company. Today is Valentine's Day, and I will tell you, friends, that a gift card from, from uh, Elkmont, you can go online do that right now. Love Elkmont. Love Elkmont Trading Company. Uh, it is great for your uh, Valentine's gift because they've got the Kendra Scott jewelry. They've got all kinds of uh, the footwear stuff, you know, the larger selection of on-running shoes, um, let the, the Birkenstocks, the Van, the Ofos, they've got all that. Uh, something for her. She'll love the... the uh, like I said, a gift certificate there to go pick out what she wants. Uh, great sales always going on. Uh, a great variety, game day apparel. Something for everyone over at Elmont Trading Company. If you're like Facts of Childress and you've got uh, 10, 10 girlfriends to buy from tonight, you know, you go get one for everything. Don't mix them up. We told Will Clinton that yesterday. Will said, I got eight to buy for. It's like, well, make sure the right names get the right one, right sizes and all that kind of stuff. You love the great friends of Elmont Trading Company. Elmont Trading Company, uh, two great locations make it convenient on you. Close to Greenville in Powdersville, across from Chick-fil-A on 153 and 93 and 123 in Clemson. If you're coming to town tonight for Clemson and Miami. So I'd uh, love for you to stop by and see our great friends at Elkmont Trading Company. Speaking of Clemson and Miami, segment two with Mr. Facts and Children's. Well, Mickey, you trying to get me and Will caught up on yes. air on Valentine's Day. Yes, that no. is my job to go ahead and uh, get you guys in trouble there. So, yes. Um, but Clemson-Miami preview tonight for segment two. Obviously a giant game for both of these teams on Valentine's Day. First, I want to take a look back to January 3rd. Clemson, number 16 in the country, 11-1 and overall in the season this fa- thus far. Uh, this was actually their first conference loss of the season was to Miami. Miami was playing without their leading scorer at the time. Wuga Poplar was still able to put up 95 points on the Tigers. Uh, Nigel Pack had a monster game, 25 points. Matthew Cleveland had 23. Norchad O'Meara had 23. So their big three really eight. And then Kaishan George added 12 points, had a couple early three balls as well. For Clemson, rotation and team looked a lot different at the time. You didn't have Jack Clark in the mix. You really only played a seven-man rotation against Miami, and your starters you know, fronted the majority of the load in this game. Um, Mickey, I, I want to say that this game might have been on a Tuesday because I remember being on air with you very shortly after this game. And so it was either it was earlier in that week um, because we discussed this at length. And our biggest takeaway was that Clemson's guards could not stick with Miami's guards in Coral Gables. It was dribble drive penetration by Bentley Joseph and Nigel Pack and Matthew Cleveland. And then the kickout game to guys like George or one of the other guards shooting three balls. And Norchad Omir was also very good inside and imposed his will on the game as well. So Miami looked like one of the best teams in the country at this point. I think coming off of back-to-back seasons with an Elite Eight and a Final Four run, that was kind of the expectation was that they were going to, you know, have another elite season returning four starters from a team that made the, the Final Four a year ago. But they've fallen off a cliff as of late. 
Um, only put up 38 points um, in that game at Virginia where Larinaga completely blew off the, the postgame presser and pretty much said, I don't want to be here. They're down to 73rd in the net rating. They've lost two games in a row. They've lost three of their last four dating back to January 30th against NC State. Let's just put it how it is, my uh, uh, Mickey. If there's a time you want to play Miami, it's right now. And, and this is the Clemson is getting Miami at the perfect time. They're in a downswing. Now you can play the other side of that equation and say, hey, they're they're desperate and they're playing for their season. And I understand that sentiment. But the reality of the situation is that Clemson is coming off of two huge back-to-back road wins to lock their status into the NCAA tournament, while Miami is reeling, coming off of back-to-back disappointing losses to Virginia and North Carolina. And now Nigel Pack and Kaishan George are both both dealing with a little bit of an injury situation. Now, they're expected to give it a go tonight. They were ruled day-to-day by Jim Laranega a couple days ago. I just think this is setting up for a blowout spot for Clemson tonight, to be honest with you, which is something I never really say against the Laranega coach team. But I think the line being closer to eight than four is really indicative of what Vegas thinks about these two teams because Miami was the short favorite the first time these two teams matched up. So that means... Vegas is very clearly valuing Clemson a lot more now and valuing Miami a lot less now than they did just a month ago. Clemson is is different. Remember, Clemson came into that game just with one loss. Miami is completely different. So Miami came into that game, or after that win, that put the Hurricanes at 11-2. Since that game, Miami's 4-7. And And with, with, oh, by the way, losses to Wake Forest, a bad loss at home to Louisville. They lost to Florida State, lost to, to Syracuse on the road. They lost to NC State on the road, lost to Virginia on the road. North Carolina just beat them down in Miami. This is a different team at home than on the road. So far on the season, they they have a road win at Virginia Tech and a road win at Notre Dame. And that's their two road wins on the season. Road Jeez. loss at Kentucky, a road loss at Wake Forest, a road loss at Syracuse, a road loss at NC State, and a road loss at Virginia. This team's a lot different. Obviously, the home and away splits uh, favored the Clemson Tigers tonight. Tigers much better at home, obviously, but but Miami has struggled on the road. Yeah, I mean, and also the name of the game for Miami has just been losing close and competitive, right? Obviously, they took a couple blowout losses in the non-con early in the season to good teams that are projected to be in the NCAA tournament, and then they lost big to Virginia. But three-point loss at home to North Carolina. They blew that game to Louisville. They lost in four by four to Wake Forest in overtime. They lost by three at Syracuse, six to NC State. They're not really getting blown out at any of these games, Mickey. They've played the majority of their con- – 10 of their 11 conference games have either been wins or losses by single digits. So this isn't a team that gets blown out very often. I just want to see what is the fight factor in Miami tonight because if there's something that I always bank on with these Miami teams of the last five years, and you know I, I love Coach Laranega. I really love these Miami teams. Well, because he's a cheater. Well, I projected them to make deep tourney runs back-to-back years, and he made me look smart. So inherently yeah, I have to he- like him. He is, a cheater, che- he, he is a little bit of a cheater, though. Okay. Um, but I will say that, like, I always thought that these teams played for each other, and they had a lot of energy, and, and they had a lot of leadership. I think losing Isaiah Wong has been a big step back just in the leadership and accountability department. Like, obviously, he's an incredible player and was their leading scorer, but this team straight up quit at Virginia. Let's not get it twisted. They quit against Virginia. It kind of looks like they quit against NC State. I've never seen Larinaga behave that immaturely in a postgame presser ever. And it's just, there, there is so much dysfunction right now. Ken Palm has this at a 24% chance to win for Miami tonight. The line is almost eight, and it's going to continue to grow. 
I'm really hoping that the crowd shows up tonight in Little John. I think that can be the, the deciding factor. If Clemson gets off to a hot start, as they have in each of the last two games, Miami rolled over and died in Charlottesville. There's no reason they wouldn't roll over and die on the, on the you know, turn of a two-game losing streak with a loud crowd against a hungry Clemson team that's coming off of two big wins. It helps uh, that it's a 7 o'clock game tonight um, as opposed to a – a nine o'clock game. So hopefully we'll see a big crowd there. All right, I have some ACC questions for you now. I, I I'm not talking the NCAA tournament line because I most of these teams won't be getting the NCAA tournament. I am very focused right now on that fourth double by spot, that fourth seed getting a double by. Faxon, who do you like coming in? And we'll examine some schedules being a part of this. There are eight teams. I'm going to give North Carolina, Duke, and Virginia their their top three. There are eight teams within two games of each other. Wake is eight and five. Pittsburgh seven and six. NC State four. State seven and six. Syracuse seven and seven. Clemson six and six. Miami six and seven. Virginia Tech six and seven. There's eight teams for one spot. Uh, it looked like, and Virginia lost last night. Kind of gets them back in the conversation a little bit now. Because, but, but I still think Virginia, we're going to give them that one. Of the eight vying for the final one and that double bye, who do you like? Mickey, I'm going to catch you off guard with my answer, and you're never going to see it coming. But I will say, I think that this is a three-horse race for the four seed. All right. The first team is Wake Forest, who currently owns the four seed. They have the best record out of these teams in the middle of the pack. They're eight and five. They're a contender for it just based off of that alone. Gotcha. Second team is Clemson. We've talked all year about how Clemson, it was advantageous down the stretch scheduling wise. We think the Tigers are either going seven and one or six and two down the stretch. Right. And I, I think that they're a contender for that. The third team that people haven't picked up on yet. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Go for it. Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh Panthers. Yeah. They have quietly won six of their last seven conference games. Their only loss at Miami in a four point road loss. They just beat Virginia and picked up a quad one win on the road. They have a win over Wake Forest at home. They went on the road and they beat NC State. They come home for a gimme game against Louisville. That should be a cupcake. On the road at Wake Forest could determine their season. But the reason that I like Pitt is because they really control their own destiny if we want to look at the final three games. At Boston College, Florida State at home, NC State at home, they might have the easiest three-game finish to the season. Now, throughout all that, you have to go at Wake Forest and at Clemson, and those yeah. are going to be tough games. But, but I would Louisville, say, Virginia Tech at home. They should win five of yeah, those games regardless. And if they beat one of Wake Forest or Clemson, that could be enough to get them over the finish line because Wake Forest has a really tough upcoming schedule. I agree. What they really need is they need Clemson to go 6-2 and two and lose to Wake Forest, and they need Wake Forest to lose to Duke and another team in there. And I think Pitt could end up doing it. I think Jeff Capel has done a sneaky good job once again. This team's balanced. They're 60th in the country in adjusted offense, 67th in adjusted defense. They don't turn the ball over at a high rate. They have a couple talented players that can really put the ball in the basket. And they're peaking at the right time. I mean, Mickey, would you rather see Miami in the ACC tournament right now or Pitt? And which, ga and oh, which, game, and which game scares you more from a Clemson perspective? Oh. Because for me, it's Pitt times yeah, Pitt, 10. Yeah, Pittsburgh's much better at this point in time in the season. Now, to be fair, let's point this out, that in trying to decipher and trying to predict and project the next four weeks, and I think it's okay to do it now. You know, in January, I almost have a rule that we don't talk net in January, that we don't talk NCAA tournament in January. Too much can happen. <clears throat> we're now there in the last four weeks of the season. Yeah, we're, we're at Valentine's but, Day. But with that said, 
The hard part of projecting those eight teams is that they're there for a reason. I mean, uh, the the combined record of all those teams is right around 500. Like, they're as good as Pittsburgh is playing right now. You, you can't count on Pittsburgh doing what the, the BPR or the, the Ken Palm says because they're still – Seven and six. I mean, it's not like that yeah. they don't have the potential to play bad basketball. Same thing, NC State, Clemson, Florida State, Syracuse, Miami, all those teams. So, I mean, there is a reason why they're, they're six and six or seven and seven or seven and six. Uh, part of it is maybe you ran into a North Carolina or Duke at the wrong time, but part of it is you just dropped some games to that point, all right, that of Wake Forest's five losses um, in the league. Wake Forest lost to, to LSU earlier. Wake Forest lost to Georgia earlier. But in the league itself, Wake Forest has a loss to a 7-6 Florida State team. They've got a loss to a 7-6 NC State team. Uh, they just lost last night to a 7-6 Pittsburgh team. Uh, so they've got bad losses in there in the league. And um, also, I think that the biggest thing for these teams in the middle of the pack, Mickey, and why people are questioning, I, I saw a lot of people on Twitter, well, why is Clemson, you know, above a team like Wake Forest or above a team like Pitt, even though they aren't towards the top of the league standings? Out of conference schedule. Out wins. of conference schedule and quad one wins. Clemson is still holding on to a four and five record in quad one and a four and one record in quad two. Eight and six between quad one and quad two, including the only team in the country to have two top 10 net ranking wins in true road games. Yeah. Clemson's a lock to make the NCAA tournament barring a collapse. You look at Pitt, it's the same thing as Wake Forest, Mickey. They're one in five in quad one. Now, last night, you got your second quad one win against Virginia. That makes me think they have a legitimate chance down the stretch because I think they understand the urgency of the situation. If they can pick up one more quad one win and on top of that, don't dump a game you're not supposed to, yeah. I think they could be in the field of 68 and represent the ACC. Yeah. All these teams, though, have lost games they're not supposed to, though, is the point. Yeah, that, that is true. I mean, so we're talking – Pittsburgh's off to a great, great start, right? Um, Pittsburgh lost to Syracuse. Pittsburgh lost to – Pittsburgh lost to Syracuse twice. And that Missouri loss looks terrible, too, because Missouri's they've fallen terrible. off a cliff. Lost yeah. to Miami. So, I mean, Pittsburgh has that. But I do will say that I agree with you. They're playing great right now. And we'll be a thorn in Clemson's side trying to get that fourth spot. I enjoyed segment two. Uh, fantastic stuff there. Hey, I want to tell you about my awesome friends over at Trail. The Better Building Experience is working. Uh, I want to get, talk about some conversations I've had. These are quotes that, that I have from people about Trail. Uh, a, a contractor says, I have built with Trail on most of my projects because of the latest one I had to do. He said I couldn't use Trail because of some 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 uh, other circumstances. He goes, after the project, he told me, I'll never build with anyone other than Trail ever again. Um, they, I, I heard from a company that says that, that we missed trail. Like, it, we wanted our building done, and you also wanted it all done right, but, but we just missed our interaction with them every single day. So schedule that delivery, that, that discovery session with them. Uh, they're going to they're gonna exceed your expectations. Trail has the attitude. And if we all had this attitude, we'd be a lot better. But trail has the attitude is if they don't exceed your expectations, then they have failed. That's important. Will Huss told me that. Not, not if they don't meet your expectations. If they don't exceed your expectations, they have failed. Check them out. T-R-E-H-E-O.com, 
7,006. Uh, the NFL Combine invite list went out yesterday. I want to get into, by school, what those numbers look like, who's from the Gamecocks, Tigers, and Bulldogs are going, and what that number looks like. And later in our number two, we'll discuss win totals from FanDuel. Very interesting college football stuff in the next few segments right after this. There's a very special day coming up on the 14th of this month, and there's no reason to worry about where to shop or what to buy. The answer is simple. Visit my friend Wally Odom and his team at Reed's Jewelers in the Haywood Mall next to Belt. You'll be delighted with a gift from Reed's for her for Valentine's Day. Perhaps a nice pair of earrings, maybe a charm, a bracelet, or a necklace. Imagine how she'll feel with a Reed's diamond for Valentine's Day. I shop there as do thousands of Roar listeners. What are you waiting for? While you're in Reed's, select an Omega, Breitling, Tudor, or Tag watch for yourself. It won't cost your arm and a leg, I promise. Reed's also has the payment option that is right for you. She's worth it, and what you'll save at Reed's Jewelers is worth it. Visit the all-new Reed's Jewelers in the Haywood Mall and tell them I sent you there. They'll be the best prices and best selection on jewelry. Reed's Jewelers are online at reeds.com. Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota, also known as Halt and Anderson. First Class Halt, your dealership alternative since 2011, wants to be your preferred service center. With factory trained technicians, OEM parts, and top-of-the-line diagnostic equipment, we have one goal to keep you on the road. This is why we offer a three-year, 36,000-mile nationwide warranty, courtesy shuttle, and repeat rewards. Anderson, what are you waiting for? Come experience First Class Halt, your dealership alternative for Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota. Hey, sports fans. Want to join a team that's making a difference in people's lives? Arthrex is hiring. They develop innovative technologies that help treat orthopedic sports injuries around the world and in your community. Learn new skills in a clean, high-tech environment with exciting amenities and benefits, including a sign-on bonus, free lunch, free on-site medical care, attractive shift schedules, and an on-site child care center coming soon. View available jobs at careers.arthrex.com. That's careers.arthrex.com. No manufacturing experience required if you're looking for a utv tractor trailer or tractor attachment visit mahindra of anderson where they guarantee to be any competitor's price and offer the best customer service and quality parts in the upstate mahindra of anderson offers financing and can also quote your trade in visit mahindraofanderson.com or in person on pyramid dairy road to check out their inventory and talk with one of their knowledgeable and friendly staff members Mahindra, the number one selling tractor in the world. This is Brandon Davis, owner of BCD Services. We're now serving Anderson and Greenville counties with HVAC maintenance and new installs. From a very young age, I knew serving people was my passion. BCD Services' mission statement is integrity, excellence, and respect. That's exactly what you'll get when you pick up the phone and call BCD Services. You're not just a number. Relationships truly matter to me and my team. For all of your HVAC needs, call BCD Services at 864-940-4804. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So, do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. If you or a loved one age 55 and older are looking for all-inclusive living, Everlon Clemson is the perfect place for you. Now offering first-floor studio apartments, including two 
Chef Repair meals per day, utilities included, your own kitchen, washer dryer, and housekeeping services if you need them. Live independently and thrive at Everlon Clemson. Spaces are limited, so act now. Call for your free tour, 864-499-8318, or visit online at everlonliving.com. Tuning in from the car? Stay connected to the Roar after you run your errands using our app or website. Download the Roar app on your phone by searching WCCPFM The Roar in the App Store. Or tune in on our website, theroarfm.com slash listen. Shaking you here in your radio this morning is from Faction Childress and all Spurs fans oh my when goodness. they look in that rearview mirror and see Manchester United. Objects in the rearview mirror are closer than they appear. Buddy boy, let me tell you, look out now. Mickey, I'm, you were full-blown ready to give up on this team not three weeks ago. Sure, sure. But look out because we're coming. Great extra time. Little, little uh Fergie magic in that extra time. We both got extra time victories this past weekend. Oh, who'd y'all beat? Uh, I don't even remember at this point. We beat we beat Brighton. We beat Brighton. Oh man, Hyung Min Son to Brennan Johnson in like the 96th minute ended oh. up being the last kick of the game. Yep. Hey, uh, nothing says I love you like a clean home these days. Get your Valentine's Day uh, special right now. Uh, still, we're talking about one of the best deals out there with ZR Water. Right now, look, get this done. Final day of this, uh, $109. Mention my name. Get a free hallway clean. It's my great friends at Zero Res, ZeroResGreenville.com, 558-7300, 558-7300. Spell it backwards or forwards. It's the right way to clean. Give the gift of clean. Give the gift of clean carpets, clean area rugs, clean tile and grout, and that air duct 50, uh, $50 off of your air duct cleaning. Do that with 4,000 reviews. And, you know, we talk about stars all the time in recruiting. How about they get on their on their Google reviews right now, 4.8 out of 5-star ratings. So that's almost impossible to do. See our great friends at ZeroResGreenville.com. 654-ROAR, 654-7627. As I go down the list of uh, wrapping up our, our conversations on the, on the basketball talk, Miami fan takes up for Laranega, said, I always get on Laranega about cheating. Well, look, I, I'm only telling you what – Two college basketball coaches have talked about in the industry. He's known that he's a cheater. People don't respect him because he's a cheater. I, I can't help that. I don't don't shoot the messenger. It ain't me. I'm just telling you what I've been told. So I, I don't know Jim Laranega, and if I have no, uh, never seen him do anything. I'm just telling you what what he's known for among the college basketball coaches. And what college basketball coaches tell me that's what the industry thinks of the guy. So can't help you there, man. Sorry, can't help you there. A um, couple of more Adams go roofing text line. Uh, one of Brownell's record against Laranega. I don't know that. I guess we can find that out. Look that up. Um, I would say Laranega probably has a a pretty good uh, a pretty good run against Brownell. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. All right, text. <laughs> Man, this is harsh here. Faxon. Forty-seven seventy-one says. All those six and sixes and five and sevens you're talking about in the ACC, I thought you were talking about South Carolina's football program. Ooh. Ouch. Ouch. Very ouch. All right. Speaking of the South Carolina football program, 
I have a list now of NFL Combine invitees. So which schools have the most invitees? And I'm, I'm going to start at the, at the bottom of my list. Uh, South Carolina has five players going to the NFL Combine. Um, South Carolina has uh, Spencer Rattler. Uh, they have Xavier uh, Leggett. They have Trey Knox, Nick uh, Gargiulio, and Marcellus Dial. How did Gargiulio get an invite? Anyway, and Marcellus Dial. So five Gamecocks headed to the uh, NFL Combine. Texas A&M has five. Um, we have Miami has five. Auburn has five. Also at five is Arkansas. Utah has six. Others that have six, TCU, Kentucky, Illinois, and Clemson. Clemson had Tyler Davis, Ruka Roro, Will Shipley, Xavier Thomas, Jeremiah Trotter, and Nate Wiggins. We'll talk more about Clemson South Carolina specifically here in a second. Uh, also, now, now moving up, Notre Dame had seven players invited, uh, as did Oregon. Southern Cal had eight players invited along with uh, Ohio State and the team that beat them in the bowl game, Missouri and LSU. Penn State had nine players invited. Alabama has ten players invited. And now you're starting to see the difference here with, with some of these teams uh, in the college football playoff. Texas had 11, Georgia 11, Washington 13 players invited to the NFL combine Florida state 13 players and Michigan breaks the all-time record LSU uh, of 2019 that year had 16 Michigan has 18 players going to the NFL combine it's impressive I hate Michigan football but you got to give Harbaugh credit for what they did this year well deserving of the national championship and they put a ton of players in the NFL back-to-back years you want to know why Michigan beat Ohio State Michigan 18 players in the combine Ohio State eight which is pretty ridiculous considering the amount of talent that Ohio State had on their roster this year. Now, with that said, some of, you know, like if you're Ohio State, Oregon, uh, Clemson, some of these schools, like you like that because maybe you got a lot of underclassmen that weren't eligible for it that you, you like coming through and all that. And, and Georgia's going to be fine. Georgia had 11, but Georgia's got a lot of talent coming back through all of those things. But that, I found that very interesting. Let's talk about the, the Gamecocks, Tigers, and Bulldogs with this. In, for, from a Clemson standpoint, um, a lot to be determined. Nate Wiggins and Jeremiah Trotter will be the the two. I'm hearing some Ruka Roro uh, buzz right now as far as the draft is concerned. Hey, Mickey, I'll tell you right now, I, I know that we live in a different day and age and what we're scouting for on the NFL level, and I know that size and speed and, and everything is more important now and athleticism is than ever. But ty- somebody's going to get Tyler Davis in the fourth round, and he's going to stick in the NFL for a decade. I really believe that. I, I really believe that he can be – a rotational defensive tackle in this league for ten years. I mean, guy is an elite run stuffer. He can get to the pa- uh, he can get to the passer when he's given an opportunity to pass rush. I know he's a little bit undersized for that position, and I know he's not going to grade super well because of that. But based on what I saw from Tyler Davis, he's not a jump off the page athlete. He's not a jump off the page player. But he's going to do all the dirty work and he's going to do the grunt work. And I bet he finds a way to stick in the NFL. <clears throat> the thought there, the hope there is that he has a Grady Jarrett uh, trajectory. Yeah. In the uh, in the NFL, Shipley will have a place with the right situation, the right team, right organization, and I think Xavier Thomas and his position, uh, how he does at the combine, what his numbers look like, I think that will be extremely interesting to follow. 
coming out of all that. For also, also Mickey, not to interrupt, but uh, a previous text. I got that record. Laranega, 17-10 and 10 entering tonight against Brownell and 27 matchups. It's a good record. It's yeah. a very good record. Appreciate you looking that up. Uh, Marcellus Dial has a chance at the Gar- Gargiulio deal. I, I don't know. Trey Knox, um, I, you know, I think we'll, we'll be drafted. I, I hadn't seen a whole lot of buzz about him. Uh, Leggett and Rattler, there's been buzz about. And those are, are uh, top two-round kind of guys, I think, coming from that. A, a text comes in, very interesting, that three of South Carolina's five invited players are transfer portal guys. Gargiulio, Knox, and uh, Rattler. So three of those guys were, were, were portal guys. For Georgia, they'll make a big splash, as they have done as of late. University of Georgia's 11 uh, going to that to the uh, combine. Among those, Bowers, obviously, first-round draft pick. <clears throat> I think you'll see uh, Amaris Mims, a, a first-round draft pick. Uh, you'll see some buzz with uh, Bullard will, will be uh, you know, fairly high pick. You feel you know, decent about that. They got a lot of guys. Uh, Van Pran um, will, will, will get some, some pretty good play in this thing, but Georgia's only going to have maybe you know a couple of three of the first round draft pick kind of guys, but they'll get they'll get a bunch of guys drafted in this thing once again, and help out Georgia as far as that goes. Uh, Washington with thirteen, that's a number. You want to know why Washington was so good this year? Um, well, the, the Michael Penix, the uh, Dunze, the uh, I mean, they, they thirteen great ones. Washington made the national championship because of the COVID year, if we're being complete. I mean, they had nine of their 22 starter starter players listed as six-year COVID seniors. A lot of those are now in the NFL draft process, and they deserve their credit, but what I will say uh, is I feel like people don't realize the impact and the scope that the COVID year has had on collegiate athletics and what it's created. People want to blame the transfer portal. Before you were given out an extra year of eligibility, the portal was not anywhere near as big of an issue as it was now. These kids all have an extra year. Of course, they're graduating with their degree and then go get a free degree elsewhere by hitting the portal. Of course, they're going to hit the portal. Florida State with us 13. You want to know why Florida State was so good? I mean, 13. But the news of the day I thought was Michigan, man. And we talked about that before. Michigan's got... On both sides of the ball. Michigan has one, two, three, four. Michigan has five offensive linemen <laughs> going to the NFL combine. Michigan has no, – no, no, hold on. One, two, three, four, five. I'm sorry. Michigan has six offensive linemen going to the NFL combine. And, Mickey, quietly – Penn State sent 10 or 11 representatives to the Combine, if I'm not mistaken, as well. I know a lot of people were high on them coming into the season. I think we both kind of agreed that that was the third fiddle to Michigan and Ohio State. But don't get it twisted. James Franklin once again had a really talented roster that they just weren't able to put together for whatever reason up at State College. And they still got some young players that you like an awful lot. Um, But they've got three offensive linemen. Uh, They're going to send nine players uh, to that list. Of Alabama's 10 players on the list, um, Bama, including a, a, a place kicker. I wonder what place kickers do at the NFL Combine, what that looks like. But the NFL Combine list for them, uh, mostly on the, well, you got one, two, three, three on offense for Alabama. So interesting to see that. As Alabama news about their offensive coordinator uh, leaving, going to the NFL, and just feels like a revolving door of coaches and players 
down in Tuscaloosa right now. Mickey, which I, I'm yes. not high on Alabama at all going forward. Well, I know. Do you like Kalen DeBoer? I don't know if we ever I, fully broke down that. I love higher. Kalen DeBoer, but I don't love Kalen DeBoer taking over where 30 players are transferring out and 17 guys leave for, and you got early NFL draft guys and all that. I don't like the roster at Alabama. I love yeah. Kalen DeBoer. I, I get like the whole appeal behind him, and he's never lost a bunch of games. But I, I do think uh, Texer gets in and says uh, after I made the point about the COVID seniors at Washington. DeBoer knew that his stock would never be as high as it is this year, and I think I fully agree with that sentiment. I don't think yeah, but Washington, he wouldn't have left if it was for Alabama. I mean, I, I agree, but I just don't even know what the ceiling is at a place like Washington going forward. And I love Jed Fish, and I actually think they killed both of their hires, but I'm not sure they're capable right. of ever getting back to that stage. I'm not either, but with that and going to the Big Ten too is one thing. But let me just say this about Kevin DeBoer. And I'm not going to judge him at Bama this year because it's a, it's a, a very interesting. It's an uh, impossible job this year. But Kalen DeBoer. As a head coach, 11 2, 14 0, 13 0, 14 0, 15 0, 9 3, 11 2, 14 1. Yeah. I mean, the, the guy is 104 and 12. The guy at, at Sioux Falls won three at Fresno State, he took over as an interim at three and three. Then took him to nine and three, in his first year there, and then at Washington, twenty five and three, and a national championship game appearance and two top eight finishes. Kalen DeBoer is a football coach. The question is, does he have the aura and the allure around him? In the can he build himself into a you know mainstream brand name coach at Alabama like Nick Saban we'll see. did? We'll see. It's a very good point. Uh, it's a home run hire to me, but it's not Nick Saban. And the roster's not what Nick Saban had. And the expectations are the highest in the country the every year. Are, the, the expectations don't change at Alabama. Yeah, your, your goal is to win the national championship every year, and there are going to be calls for your job if you don't. It's the same thing as Ryan Day at Ohio State. 100%. 100%. Hey, Upcountry Fiber, for stronger connection, upcountryfiber.com. Fastest inter speed, uh, internet, high-speed, high-fiber uh, fiber optic internet, uh, television services, phone services for a stronger connection to five upstate counties. It's upcountryfiber.com. Upcountry fiber.com we come back let's talk about win totals in college football for next year right after this wccp fm 105.5 clemson greenville anderson waht am 1560 cowpens 97.5 spartanburg we are the roar 